Hello, this is Tom Brevoort. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 168. This is a short turnaround because 167 was just released, but we are here to do a reaction episode to the recently released Avengers Volume 837. It's the finale to The Age of Conchu. And uh, I've got a stack of feedback here. Uh, I'd like to share my thoughts and my reactions to this Jason Aaron penned story. But also, uh, I guess, how Moon Knight was portrayed, um, just thoughts for the future, uh, that sort of thing. So so welcome, welcome. It's really good to have you here. This is going to be a very kind of raw episode. I'm going to try to, to turn this around really quick sticks and get it out for you, the fair loony listeners, whilst the... Uh, the image of Avengers 37 is still fresh in your minds. But uh, as mentioned, I am High Presidente Ray. Um, a big thank you to uh, uh, Petrunis as well. Um, so uh, a big thanks to uh, Justin, Dustin, Derek, Anthony, Wayne, uh, James, Jordan, Russell, and my God, if I forget, Josh as well. I haven't got my prompt sheet here because, again, this is off the cuff. So if I've missed anyone, um, but a huge thank you, Petrunis. A huge thank you to Hello Headphones as well. Uh, Justin, maybe just Justin I've, re- I've mentioned. Justin. Justin and Dustin and Derek. They are the executive producers. Can't forget them, but a huge thank you, guys. Uh, <laughs> I've gone a bit crazy. Um, uh, also, a big thank you to uh, Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best. And... Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the Superhero Superstore. So, Loonies, as mentioned, this is going to be a quick solo episode from me. We're going to go through Avengers 37 uh, and the final part to it. So, uh, I'm going to try to do an off-the-cuff kind of bare bones, a synopsis. Then I'm just going to spurt out some thoughts I had about the issue. uh, And then we'll get into some feedback really quickly. Because I'm really keen to hear what you all thought of this... um, Needless to say, I think it may have uh, may have slightly not met up to the expectations that some of the loonies had. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, all right, so quick fire, Ray. Come on, this is bare bones. <laughs> this is the synopsis, and uh, and the story I guess can be summarized kind of like this. So, Delita, if you would be so kind as to drop in some music. To get me started. Thank you. Right, so in this issue, what we have is that Conchu is in conflict, direct conflict with Iron Man, Captain Marvel, and the young baby Starbrand. And uh, he is flaunting his wares with all the powers that he's gained, but Moon Knight, as the Phoenix Force, comes in and smashes the hell out of Conchu and bats him to, you know, to the next suburb next 20 suburbs across so he, he sends him flying uh, Iron Man and Captain Marvel want to kind of I guess take Moon Knight in 
but he doesn't want to, he just wants them to get away, so he kind of, I'm assuming he teleports them away somewhere else. Meanwhile, Conchu arrives, uh, he gets smacked all the way back to New Thebes um, in the city, and he conjures up all his acolytes, them being the mummies, uh, the Conchu worshippers, and even now what we have are the werewolf guard. They all come out, they form an army for Conchu, and he is pissed off, and he wants uh, vengeance. So he's raised his army, um, but at the same time, who's there but T'Challa, who has caused him a lot of grief um, before, and so the Black Panther cuts um, a line through this army and defeats a lot of them before he gets up to Conchu, and he goes toe-to-toe, Black Panther with Conchu. Uh, What happens is also Conchu then... uh, Decides to summon the Hell Charger as well because he's ha- he has the power of Ghost Rider as well as the likes of Doctor Strange and Iron Fist. Um, and he tries to use it, but at the same time, Robbie Reyes comes in and uh, and he basically he, he busts in with an ambulance and he says, well, um, I want my power back. For some reason, somehow Black Panther and Robbie Reyes are able to extract the powers from Conchu. Uh, Robbie Reyes gets his Ghost Rider uh, powers back and Black Panther regains the other powers like that of Shao Lao and the Eye of Agamotto from Conchu by taking his unks. Meanwhile, Captain America and Blade and the Avengers fight their way through the mummies trying to save Black Panther. They find him. He's all fine because he doesn't need no damn help. Um, and he gives the power of Shaolau to She-Hulk, and he gives um, the Eye of Agamotto or Doctor Strange's Sorcerer Sorcerer Supreme Powers to Blade, and they wreak havoc on all of Conchu's acolytes. Uh, In the meantime, a lot of uh, battles ensuing. Uh, Moon Knight has a little bit of an introspective moment um, at this time as well. Mjolnir is finding its way back to Thor, uh, and Thor finally returns from being buried under um, thousands of moons. Uh, he is pissed off as well, and he whacks Moon Knight to the next century. Um, so Conchu ends up being incapacitated by the Avengers. Good on him. Uh, Iron Man, Captain America, She-Hulk, Black Panther, Ghost Rider, Captain Marvel, Blade, and there's a little baby star brand there. Uh, they've got Conchu in chains. Um, and they've kind of won the day there. At the same time, Moon Knight has been walloped and he has lost the Phoenix Force, um, I guess because uh, he has kind of decided to let it go. Um, The lingering threat of Mephisto is still there, so the Phoenix Force has decided to go elsewhere to seek um, another, um, another host to potentially battle Mephisto. And this then inevitably leads to a prelude to what will be Enter the Phoenix. So we see on the moon uh, the mutants, Jean Grey and Wolverine, um, just have a little bit of a chit-chat about the coming of the Phoenix. So there you go, loonies. That is round about the, the finale to this issue 37. Um, so I guess I'm going to kick off and say, uh, look, um, uh, there are two different ways you can appreciate this. I guess if you come into it as a, an exclusive Moon Knight fan and being a huge fan, which we all are, which is, you know, nothing to uh, to sneeze at, 
you would be disappointed in the fact that there is very much a, a lack of, I guess, um, acknowledgement uh, to the legacy of the character. Um, so um, Moon Knight, I guess, can be argued has been used in a different way um, and a lot of the stuff has been neglected from him, uh, from his canon. Uh, on the other on the other side of things, uh, if you're, a, say, like an Avengers fan, um, uh, th- th- this whole thing, the Age of Conchu, I felt was, was an enjoyable romp. Um, it, it, it seemed to, I think, lack a certain depth to it, but it was a fun kind of entertaining roller coaster of a ride um which had a whole um array of characters it had a whole lot of scenarios there were big ones here like for instance the big moments i think here was when black panther gives she hulk the shallow powers so the fist of of the hulk she becomes like an iron fist the iron hulk and when blade gets the sorcerer sorcerer supreme powers and he becomes basically blade the sorcerer supreme those are kind of kick ass kind of fist pumping moments similar to previously in the in the other issues when moon knight became the um the fist of vengeance you know when he grabbed he he got the ghost rider powers or when at the very start in in the first issue um back in issue 33 when moon knight was accumulating these these unks from the likes of iron fist and and doctor strange so there are really big kind of yeah fist pumping moments to it um but i mean other than that if you're just looking for kind of superficial entertainment then this will certainly do it for you but if you want to if you are a huge fan of particular characters like and for instance we are moon knight fans i think you'd be disappointed um i mean there were enough nods to to his canon i mean even issues 36 had stuff like it it went through some of his stuff like uh, it mentioned him cutting the face off like bushman it mentioned um stained glass scarlet you know had these little touchstones to to the um, to his canon, but I felt it was more that was more kind of like token gestures. Uh, it wasn't incorporated in there. Uh, there are look, I'm just spurting ideas all over the place here, loonies. Um, there, there were the the big ideas about like the Mjolnir being made out of moon rock, so moon not being able to um, to control that. Um, so these you know pretty cool ideas, um, uh, but they're essentially not like intrinsic to the character of, of Moon Knight. Um, so I think that is one of the major failings of this event um, as a Moon Knight fan. So again, as, a, as an Avengers fan, I think it would, I think it's, it would be enjoyable. It, it's pretty, you know, I think it's up there with the, the arc that was about, um, about the Ghost Riders. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what Ghost Rider fans thought of that arc with, um, with uh, within the Avengers, with Robbie Reyes meeting Johnny Blaze, I haven't read it all. Admittedly, I'm going to pick it up on um, on Marvel Unlimited and read it all. But what happens um, beyond that as well? Uh, also, like the the story with Dracula. I mean, they're they're all pretty cool, you know. But but when it comes down to the nitty gritty of the actual characters, how do, how are they placed in it? And and I felt in this. Um, again, like one of the big big things here was Moon Knight getting the the Phoenix Force in the issue before pretty cool you know you'd think you know um for me personally uh, it's starting to seem like everyone had a, has a go at the phoenix force it used to be just gene gray um back in the day avengers versus x-men then i think there was like five or six of them namor colossus um, magic 
um, Magneto, I think. Um, they all kind of had a go at the Phoenix Force. So when Moon Knight got the Phoenix Force here, it was kind of telegraphed because we knew it was one of the ancient powers. So it's like, well, of course, it's it's going to arrive and who's who's it going to... It's going to inhabit someone. So um, I wasn't too surprised when Moon Knight had it. Um, some of the learnings, I think, found it was quite amazing that he did. Um, we'll have to see. Um, one of the other points I think is that is important here is... Uh, the relationship between Moon Knight and Khonshu. So he's he's kind of actively gone against Khonshu now, and well, the last we see of him, he kind of used the Phoenix Phoenix Force to to smack him into to new Thebes. Uh, so uh, the relationship, I think, for the better part, has crumbled a little. <laughs> um, I'm wondering again. I guess the ramifications of this, what will happen later on? I'm thinking that we we kind of view the Age of Conchu as a self-contained story and it's probably done, it will go and um, hopefully when we finally do get a solo series uh, it won't take much from this. Uh, that's how I'm seeing it. Um, I think still the, the, the main, um, uh, I guess the main concept of Moon Knight has always been that street level guy and, and again Aaron had touched upon it in in um in issue thirty six about him being more attuned to to the street level stuff, um so it was fun to see him as a cosmic entity here, um but I feel that this has no lasting power. It, it's a it's kind of like a novel or a, a it's a it's a gimmick that has been used that that you know has served its purpose, which was just a little bit of light entertainment, um but I don't think you can search any further than that. Um, to to see if it you know if there's going to be any consequences to the character of Moon Knight. That's how I think anyway. Um, I guess overall, I would um, I would give this issue a maybe a maybe a, a six out of ten. Um, it's not a fail, uh, but it's um, it was entertaining enough. But the shortcomings for me were, was this this lack of. I mean, the, the ending seemed to be a bit of a fizzer as well, uh, and it seemed very much actually to be just um, a lead in into Enter the Phoenix. So, what I find is that the the whole Age of Conchu, the importance of that and the significance of that has been totally undermined with the ending by you know Moon Knight just having this Phoenix Force for a little bit. He kind of gives it up. He gets smacked by Thor with the Phoenix Force to go, and we're le- led to the next arc. That's how it ends. I mean, and it ends with Khonshu just in chains, like like a common criminal in front of the Avengers. Uh, we don't even see like the reinstatement of power to Doctor Strange or to Iron Fist, anyone like that. We see we see Ghost Rider, which is good, but we don't get any of that. Um, so um, I feel the ending was a little bit weak in that regards. Um, the main strength for this whole arc has been just the, the fun ideas and the action. But like I said, it, it doesn't hold much depth to it, um, which is which is a shame. Um, uh, also, I guess, uh, what else am I looking at? I had an idea there. Um, it's escaped me now. But... Uh, yeah, um, just Conchu as a as a common criminal. Um, the whole idea, I guess, Mephisto is still around. That's um, that's exciting. I think he's it's 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the plans Aaron has for Mephisto. I mean, obviously, he's a very powerful being. Uh, he's seemingly defeated here, but he's still lingering around. I wonder if people might feel kind of exhausted at the fact that Mephisto is still, like, he's still hanging around like a bad smell, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so a six, uh, six out of ten. The artwork was pretty cool. Um, Conchu's drawn very well. Um, Moon Knight's drawn very well as well. Um, and I like these some of these action uh, shots. I mean, there's a splash there with Thor twirling his hammer. Very cool. Um, and yeah, just Moon Knight with the Phoenix Force. That's he's got the kind of gold over his white. Um, so that was a good look. Um, I thought. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe we go to um, some some of the feedback. Uh, let me just have a quick look here. Uh, if we have any, I'm just going to have a, a quick look. I don't see. I don't think I get it up um, through Get Vocal straight away. But I'm just going to jump onto onto um, our group, and I'm going to see if anyone has potentially. No, nothing yet, so that's cool. Um, anyway, we're going to go straight to some feedback. Might as well. And uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to kick off with, and fingers crossed this works, um, I'm going to kick off with some audio feedback first. Pardon me. Um, excuse me, one sec. If you knows. Um, audio feedback first with uh, Phil, Phil the Drop King. So um, I struggle to try and get this to play live. Bear with me. But loonies, um, hopefully we do so. Here we go. I am going to leave it to Phil to drop in his um, to drop in his thoughts. Hello, loony listeners and high priest and conchu Ray. This is Phil from the Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. Uh, you know why I'm back? Age of Conchu, the finale, Avengers 37 came out today. Uh, got a lot, but it seemed like a pretty quick wrap-up here. Uh, Starbrand Baby wanted to kick Conchu's butt. Captain Marvel and Iron Man kind of caught in the middle. That's when Mark Spector Moon Knight shows up with the Phoenix Force. Uh, so then Conchu retreats to Earth. And... Basically, it's teamed up on by Black Panther and Robbie Reyes. Cap and Blade and She-Hulk show up. This was kind of interesting. She-Hulk with the power of Iron Fist. Like like a Hulk needs an Iron Fist. Uh, Blade the Sorcerer Supreme. That's kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I think we probably all knew where it was coming. That Moon Knight was going to have to give up the Phoenix Force. Uh, oh, my favorite line of the issue probably. Uh, and now my mallet of Moonrock shall disrespect thy face. Conchu. Uh, <laughs> so basically Conchu's under arrest. The Avengers arrest Conchu? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be his cellmate. Uh... But yeah, we see Moon Knight, yeah, back down on Earth. No. He says he has ma very many broken bones, so does this mean we're not going to see Moon Knight for a while? 
<sighs> I know we're gonna have to wait a little bit for the uh, Disney Plus series, but come on, Marvel, give us a mini series or an ongoing already. Come on, we need more Moon Knight. Let the people get familiar with Moon Knight before the show comes out. Come on, you see how popular he is? Those those Walgreens Funkos sold out in like two seconds. Come on, Marvel, Moon Knight. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it seemed like a pretty quick wrap up, but it was still pretty uh epic. Look how big it is. That's right, right. It is pretty big, right? Whoa, that's pretty damn big. Yes, 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 yes. I bet Ray, did you read this and like lost all all coherent thought? Bubble bu boo boo. Yeah, I know. So see, I was right. All right, so uh, if I'm gonna grade this thing, I mean. The story was enjoyable, but you kind of knew how it was going to end. Uh, very predictable. Uh, probably a B minus. I mean, again, it was an enjoyable story, but it's like we knew where we were going to end up. And, you know, Mark Spector wasn't going to be a god. He wasn't going to keep the Phoenix Force. Uh, I just hope they can, sp- please, again, Marvel, spin and a limited series or an ongoing out of this thing. Come on. The pot Moon Knight is more popular than ever. All right. So until next time, loony listeners, catch ya. Okay. Well, that was Phil. <laughs> um. So thank you, Phil, for that. Uh. Very cool indeed. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thoughts. I mean, a lot of it. Similar to what I I thought um, as well. Uh, I, I did think that was pretty cool with with Iron Fist and She Hulk. But I mean, again, it was just like the one page, so uh, not much is happening there. And, and pretty much a lot of the action is off panel as well, because before you know it, Conchie's kind of trained up on the Hell Charger, so we didn't actually see much. Um, so that was a, a little bit disappointing. Maybe it need to be a double size um, finale. I I don't know. Um, but um, no, thank you so much, Phil, and thank you once again for your drops. They're always they're always fun and entertaining uh, when you least expect it. But that was Phil, the Drop King Phil from Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatic Psychics. So be sure to to catch his shows. Uh, they're featured. Um, he, he's a very prominent podcaster. Uh, just do the search there. Uh, we'll have the the link in the show notes to to Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatic Sidekicks. Uh, but thank you, Phil. Um, yeah, really, really cool. Uh, I, I think uh, your your gradings, yeah, pretty much on on par, kind of like with with what I'm thinking. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll hear what other loonies have to say about this. And the first one I want to go to is uh, Orion Petty Clerk. So um, at op underscore doki on Twitter. And Orion said, um, "What the hell is Moon Knight without Conchu?" I feel like Age of Conchu did more harm than good for Mark. Again, I would have been fine with it if this were in an alternate universe, uh, alternate what-if story. Uh, can't help but agree with you there, Orion. I, I think uh, I would love this as like a, yeah, like a what-if or an Elseworlds or a this is another reality. And for the most part, I'm hoping it, it pretty much is. I'm hoping it will be pretty self-contained. Uh, um, like... Concha has been incapacitated 
I guess that's the only lead as to what will happen to him. Uh, Moon Knight has been kind of beaten and, and the, the Phoenix Force is gone. All the other powers that he had are stripped as well. So he's back to his normal self. Um, hopefully that's good enough to just reset him. Um, but the only lingering thing I think is is, is Conchu, um What happens to him? Have they have they kind of um, have they I don't know what's the word jailed him? <laughs> have they confined him now, um, or will he have will he escape and and will he be free again to to influence Mark and what of their relationship as well? I mean, it seems quite fractured uh, because it's a huge betrayal that that Moon Knight has done to to Conchu. Um, yeah, so thank you, thank you so much, uh, Orion. Yeah, really good thoughts there on on the relationship between between Moon Knight and Conchu. What happens there? All right, I'm going to move to now our Facebook, where we got most of the uh, the information that the feedback for. So thank you very much, uh, Loonies. Um, and I'm going to open with um, the power of Chad. His uh, sorry, no special effects there. Again, this is raw. Oh, actually, mind you as well, I forgot to say, so some of you may have seen on Facebook and all that, uh, there was a, a live stream that was not meant to go live. I was doing some testing. Um, so if you did see that, um, apologies. Not that you saw anything bad. I mean, geez, I'm glad I wasn't doing any. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't walking around in my undies or anything like that. But uh, you probably saw me and Finn. I was just doing some audio tests. It was never meant to go live. Um, so I've deleted it now since um, since discovering it. And Eve told me. So thank God she told me. Otherwise, it would still be floating there. But um, please disregard that. That was all for the, the setup, the lead up for this reaction episode. So hopefully the audio for Phil came through. That was what it was all about. Um, if not... I mean, the podcast, I'll, I'll punch in it in post-production anyway, but hopefully I can just use this file. That's how lazy I am. Anyway, so this is from Chad, The Power of Chad, on issue 37. He said, just finish this issue. It's quite meh. I loved seeing Robbie drive his wambulance uh, till it died, and I loved to see the Iron Hulk and Hunter Supreme be long-term additions. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty cool. But the story just dropped off, and I feel like all the Mephisto garbage wasn't remedied in the slightest. The teaser leaves a few things open, but not stuff I care about exploring, and we don't know the last note that Mark's fate will land on. 5 out of 10. Now, thank you, Chad. Uh, as always, very honest, um, and basically, I think you share a lot of thoughts uh, to many loonies as well. Uh, yeah, it seemed to just peter off, this ending. It, it There was a the big finale was this fight with all the werewolf guards and um, and the mummies and and Conchu's acolytes, and the fight with Conchu. But like I said, some of it was off panel. Um, um, Moon Knight's interaction with Thor was off panel as well. You see, you see Thor come up to him and say, "I'm going to smite you in the face" or something like that, and then before you know it, you see Moon Knight in a, in a crater. So a lot of it missed opportunities, I think. But thank you, Chad. Uh, as well, yeah, Iron Iron Fist, She-Hulk, and Hunter Supreme, or, or Blade as Sorcerer Supreme, would be pretty fun. Again, I'd like to probably just see that in a what-if scenario. Um, I don't think I'd like to see it in, in the real continuity or real universe. Um, it's, it's, again, just a little too gimmicky for me. Um, but anyway, again, good ideas, but um, not really lasting that much. Uh, Billy Brooks says, damn, I hated it. 
Once I said Aaron uh, wouldn't write a good Moon Knight and people didn't believe me. And here is the proof. Well, thank you, Billy. Uh, a very, uh, there's there's no mistaking what your thoughts are there. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I'm, again, I'd have to disagree to an extent in the fact that Jason Aaron did have some funky ideas. He made them fun, but yeah, rightly so. I don't think he really got Moon Knight. Um, he used him in in an innovative way, and and well done. And and sure, I mean, at the end of the day, characters are just um, tools for writers to, you know, to to work their stories around. But it would be nice if there was a little bit more respect to the the legacy of the character in it, um, without just merely referencing. Um, the the characters i mean i like the site even mr knight say warren ellis when he introduced him i mean that was a radical change and it's hard to compare like i guess because people um gravitated towards mr knight and thought it was pretty cool i mean i'm sure traditionalists would have thought hey there's only jake steve mark and moon knight there's no such thing as mr knight but we've become we've we've ended up you know, liking Mr. Knight. Maybe that's a similar comparison to, to this, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think this has legs. I don't think... I mean, for one thing, the whole story, it, it's kind of ended. It's closed out. So Moon Knight hasn't got any of these powers again. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's nullified. But anyway, thank you, Billy. Uh, Rick, the Rick Ball special, he, he chimes in. He said, started off great with 33, but oh man, the quality dipped at 36, and this issue was fundamentally bad. Art was solid, but the writing from Jason Aaron was shocking. Uh, To use an anime term, it felt like filler for the more important arc Jason Aaron was working on with the Phoenix Force, and it unfortunately shows. Yeah, Rick, I, um, I would agree with you there. That's the impression I get. The way it ended... It just seemed that that was it. It seemed, um, I wouldn't say that from 33 up to 37, it seemed like he was building towards the Phoenix Force. But definitely, the moment I saw the Phoenix Force in issue 36, and the moment we got that announcement that the next um, arc would be Enter the Phoenix, it's like, okay, this this arc, the Age of Conchure has already ended at 36. I mean, the rest of it is just going to be, how does that lead into the next arc? And that's how I felt, and... And and I assume that's the way you felt too with what you've uh, what you've written, Rick. So so thank you for that. Uh, Midkind hits Susan. He's a another uh, loony who's uh, who I've had the absolute privilege and honour to have had on the show as well. He's on an Isle of Ra. Um, Midkind uh, points out that definitely disappointing. Uh, not going to read any team book by Aaron now on. Uh, now if a solo by Zadarsky gets made though, um, so yeah, Midkind had. Uh, uh, not too happy with with the way that this kind of played out. Um, so yeah, understandable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there was an interchange here with with Midkind and and Rick. Um, and yeah, true. I, I think the solo character books are solidly done by Jason Aaron. I mean, you've only got to look at Thor. Um, that I haven't read it all, um, but that's been lauded and. It seems like it's a, it's a defining classic of, of the character. Um, as for his team books, I mean, the Avengers have been okay. They haven't been overly fantastic. They've been enjoyable, but they've all had that same feel for me as like being very popcorn and very light. Um, but maybe that's what Avengers books are meant to be. I don't know. Maybe you get the meat in the in the solo series. But thank you, Midcon. Uh, we've got another one here from Gabby. 
and she mentions, I really, dot, 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 didn't like this one at all. I don't know what else to say, except I wasn't fully on board since the very start, and with every issue, I just kept slipping, slipping further off the wagon, and now here we are. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, thanks for that. Um, yeah, certainly. I, I share your thoughts as well. Uh, I think I found it, I don't think it necessarily for me got worse and worse as the as the arc went along. Uh, actually, thirty three, I I really enjoyed. I actually appreciated the pacing of it. I thought it was really quick to get out of the way all of that exposition. Um, then the second part, it it maintained that pace, which I found a little erring. And I thought, well, we need a bit more substance to it. Um, by part three, we finally got it, which I thought was good, and we got that with the Conchu centric arc. Um, and part four came along, uh, again, a whole heap of action, a lot of fun, uh, but then once that Phoenix Force started, it was like, oh, okay, okay, so it's going to be a lead-in to, to the other one, and, and this last issue, again, a lot of fun, a bit more same-samey stuff, um, and essentially tied up neatly, I mean, it was well, well written in the fact that it was done um, quite neatly, but, I mean, what about the the fun we are to experience um, and appreciate as long-term fans of the character. Anyway, um, thanks for that, Gabby. Um, and then we have also another couple here from... Uh, well, a couple left. Uh, Clifford Alvarez. Hmm. Clifford, shall I say, a.k.a. Scott. Just saying. Anyway, uh, Clifford says, This arc started well with an intriguing premise, then went downhill fast. The final issue just showed this was a filler arc to get the Phoenix Force in. Seems like we there are common thoughts here from a lot of loonies. Uh, short changed Moon Knight and was a low point in this Avengers run. Wow, um, thank you for that, Clifford. I um, I haven't read all of the Avengers Avengers run. Um, I found the first one with the Sentinel, um, pretty pretty slow going. I didn't really enjoy that. I like the vampire, the Dracula one. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the Ghost Rider one, uh, and I haven't um. I didn't. I didn't get to read the Starbrand one, so I'll be reading all of that in Marvel Unlimited. But again, I mean, I found this pretty much the same, samey, samey, with the with the Avengers run so far. Um, bit hot and cold, pretty middle of the road. But yeah, I mean, of course, if you found this to be a low point, then certainly, especially if you're a Moon Knight fan. Uh, and I just wanted to point out Rebecca. Um, uh, fellow high priest, she did say totally agree to all that that Clifford said. So, so thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, it seems again um, a similar reaction to this issue and and to the run as a whole. Um, so yeah, uh, okay. Let me just see if there are any. Okay, so maybe um, got some comments here. Oh, I'm gonna just mute that. Um. Robert Ferrer, so you're saying, growing up, I looked up to Konshu. I thought he was a hero. That idea really got lost, like, really, really. Good morning, by the way. Hello, Robert. How are you? Sorry, I'm just seeing your comments now, so I'm actually looking at it by by looking at the video on my iPad of the live stream. Um, and Robert continues, I'm not loving this new stuff either. I'm with the general consensus. Yep, you certainly are, and uh, I think we pretty much have has said this, the same thing. Um, so... Thank you, thank you, Robert, for for weighing in. It's it's pretty cool to, um, to to get some live feedback. Um, but yeah, you certainly 
and, and not saying anything that many other loonies are saying as well. So, um, yeah, so thank you so much for that. Uh, anyway, loonies, we're going to wrap this up pretty quickly. That was it. I just wanted to get some reactions there. Um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pump this out. I'm going to get this podcast out there. But the live stream is out there now, so um, please uh, be sure to um, to check it out. If you if you are here, it's early morning, I think, over in the US. So uh, good morning to you all. It's uh, nice and and, uh, and dark here over in Australia. Um, but thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, maybe I'll do a, a quick little uh, capping end-off thing, uh, and I, I sometimes need my prom sheet for that. Uh, anyway, I, I'll just do it now. Anyway, as always, um, please, if you if you can, check out patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. As mentioned at the top of the show, um, have some uh, many cool, very grateful to have a lot of Patrunis um, supporting the show. Uh, if you listen to it, if you're listening to this live stream, thank you so much as well. Uh, your support is is always appreciated. Um, but if you want to get some bonus incentives, just check out the uh, the Patreon, and it's for as little as a dollar, um, you can get some stuff. I think I've just released today the ITK Digest. That's for um for mid October to mid November. You get a preview as to what the next five or six episodes are to come, plus updates on our audio serial drama, um, our fantasy comic league, uh, also our Patreon news stuff like that. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, go check it out. Um, big thank you once again to Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best. If you use the code ITK Moonlight on their online store, you'll get 10% off. And a huge thank you again to our other sponsor, Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Again, if you punch in a code Moon in the, on their online on, uh, on their online store for back back issue comics, you'll get a whopping 20% off. Uh, we're also affiliate members of um, Entertainment Earth, so any purchases made on Entertainment Earth through our link will help prop up the show as well. So a huge thank you there as well. Uh, you can drop us a line anywhere. Um, we're, we're there mainly on all the social platforms. Uh, email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. Maybe maybe you're watching now. Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, Discord, um, uh, Get Vocal. We're on there now. Uh, what else am I looking at? YouTube. Uh, we've got a website, intothenight.lipson.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, rate ratings if you want to rate, please do on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps us um, get out there to to some loonies or some Moonlight fans who may want to 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 just listen to my odd rambles on this. But anyway, um, yeah, please please do. Uh, lastly, part of the collective, um, some like minded podcasts. We we generally are kind of um, banded together on Twitter. If you check out hashtag the collective net. Um, you'll see that um, it, it should. W- what we do, we share and promote each other's work. So if you see something with hashtag the collective net, or do a search from there, you should pop up with a lot of shows from all the other collective members as well. So a huge, um, a huge, a shout out to all of them and the likes of. I'm going to call out EMP Earth's Mightiest Podcast, a really cool podcast ranging from the Avengers, X Men, Deadpool. Um, they've been going on for Yong, so a great bunch of blokes. Uh, we also got uh, the uh, To Know Her Is To Fear Her, a Spider-Woman podcast. I'm on that one. It's relatively new. Later this month, um, Seren and I will be interviewing Carla Pacheco and Perry Perez, the current creative team over on the Spider-Woman book. And uh, and finally, I'll give another one out to uh, 
uh, oh, Sons of the Dragon and the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. So um, a big shout out there to, to Connor, Carl, and Rebecca are doing great work uh, covering all of Iron Fist's um, comic book canon. So there you go, loonies. Uh, that's it. Thank you so much. Apologies if I haven't seen any of your live comments. Um, uh, I'm sure you don't want me to... I'm sure you don't want to just watch me kind of clicking away and, and trying to find <laughs> your comments. Um, but I'll respond to them um, offline when I do see it. But a huge thank you. And as always, I'm going to get out of here. going to pump this out. And as always, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Have a good day. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.